So this week's hot takes on a plate here on the Believe Podcast Network is a little different. No guests this week. It's just me. Wanted to talk about some big happenings this week in terms of the local and by local, I mean New York dining scenes. New York City, of course, is moving into phase two and Long Island and Westchester getting ready to move into phase three when it comes to restaurants. And I'm going to get to that in just a second. But first, I want to start with a little bit of housekeeping. If you are a fan of the show, do me a favor, share it with a couple of friends, pass along a link, tell them about the podcast, get them to listen. Odds are they'll probably like it. That's how we grow the audience, yada, yada, yada. Also, if you like the show, make sure to follow, subscribe, whatever, so that way you never miss an episode. And of course, if you want to leave five stars on the Apple Podcasts, it's very appreciated. Thank you very much. Okay, now let's talk about those restaurants reopening, sort of, sort of they're back. New York City starting phase two on Monday which is the day that this podcast is coming out on a Monday. What does that mean? Well, it means that restaurants are allowed to do outdoor dining in the five boroughs with, of course, social distancing protocols in place, tables, you know, keeping the patrons at least six feet apart, masks worn whenever somebody is not seated, that sort of thing. Of course, the Hudson Valley and Long Island have been doing outdoor dining for, you know, about two weeks now and are positioned to start phase three this week, which allows for indoor dining at 50% capacity Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. So again, restaurants are coming back. And I want to talk about that because I want to talk about what that means for restaurants, but also what it means for you. I mean, these are new waters that we are wading into, and I think it's worth exploring. Now, from the restaurant point of view, first off, it's great news in the sense that it is another source of revenue. Obviously, restaurants have been hurting during this COVID-19 era, trying to make it on, on takeout and delivery, and some of them have been doing sundries and that sort of thing and trying to get creative. But when you're operating under quote-unquote, razor-thin margins, it's hard. So obviously, this is good news for restaurants. But at the same token, if you can only seat so many people and it's a fraction of what you used to be able to seat and now you're having to staff a little bit more anyway to make it happen, it's not like rah-rah news, you know? So it's, it's, it's an inch in the right direction from a business standpoint, but it's not all the way. And also there's added pressures now because now you're talking about serving the public and making them feel safe and making your staff safe. And, oh, there's a lot there to unpack. Uh, my sense, most of the, all the, most of the restaurants are, are trying to do the right thing or are doing the right thing in terms of safety as, as well as they can. It's hard because you know, and talking to a lot of restaurateurs recently, you know, they're, they're, they're trying their best to get as much information as they can, but this is all uncharted territory. And so, you know, they're going by the guidelines that are being issued down to them. But, you know, in terms of trying to figure out the best ways to keep their own staff safe and to keep customers safe, 
we don't a hundred percent know at this point. And what makes me nervous is sometimes the customer is not as informed as maybe they should be, or are not going the extra mile the way sometimes the businesses are. You know, I hear stories of people not wanting to wear masks when they go inside places. Come on, people, just do it, please. So the restaurants obviously are in a really tough spot right now. You know, they're they're excited, but it's 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 again, we're, we're all wading into some new waters. So, you know, I think it's important if you're a restaurant to show people what you are doing exactly to keep them safe. Show them tangibles. Now, obviously, everybody's got social media nowadays. It's how restaurants communicate with their their customers. Don't put on social media, we're, you know, washing our hands more than we used to, or we're wearing gloves, or, or you know, we're, we're don't, don't tell me so much about the sanitation process. It's important, but at the same token, you always should have been washing your hands, and you always should be wearing gloves in certain situations, and you always should be sanitizing. So, you know, show people what you're doing that you can show them, right? You can show people how far apart your tables are. You can show people you know, what your servers look like in these situations. And you can show people if you're doing touchless menus or or other things, or if you're using um, one-use silverware or whatever. Show people things that are going to make them feel more at ease. That's my, my biggest advice for restaurateurs right now. And obviously, social media is a great way to do that. Now, if you're a customer, obviously, you have to be considerate. You know, you have to think about what you're doing when you go in these situations. You have to think about things like if you're sitting at a table and at the table, you're not required to wear a mask in most cases. But, you know, if you're interacting with a server and that server is less than six feet from you because they're trying to, you know, bring you your food or whatever, you might want to wear your mask then. Here's the thing about masks that I think a lot of people don't understand. The mask doesn't protect you as much as it protects others. You know, there was this graphic going around. It's been going around for months now. I forget who put it out, where it's like, if you are wearing a mask and somebody else is not wearing a mask, that other person is more protected than you are by, by a lot. So in other words, the, the wearing the mask is if you cough, and let's say you're asymptomatic and have COVID. If you cough, it's 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 catching, you know, the those droplets. So it's keeping somebody else from getting infected. If you're wearing a mask and somebody's not and they cough at you, you are way less protected. So it really takes two. If two people are wearing masks, it's it's pretty safe. So while you may be a certain distance away from people and it may be considered relatively safe to take the mask off, if a server's coming by and and they're required to wear a mask. Don't, don't, you know, don't get up super close to them without your mask on talking to them. It's just a considerate thing to do. Just, just those little things you got to think about. Also, tip extra. Seriously. Like, if you usually tip 20%, tip 30, tip 40. I don't, this is a, this is, these are extraordinary times right now. And you're talking about people who are really putting themselves in potential harm's way. Please keep that in mind. Now, when it comes to the role of the media in all of this, it has been a little frustrating to me because I have been seeing a lot of what looks like cheerleading from media. 
you know, and I think it's really important right now, if you're in media and you're covering food, to really do a good job showing your audience exactly what's happening if you visit these restaurants at these restaurants so they can make an educated decision should they go out or not. And if you think, first off, it's, it's our media's job is to be impartial. It's not to cheerlead. But at the same token, if you think that's going negative, it's not. Because here's the thing, the restaurants that are doing it right will appreciate it because you're going to point out what they're doing right to people and that's going to help them. And if there are restaurants that don't have their act together and you got to call them out, so be it. I mean, it's in the name of safety, right? And I do worry that, that you know, people are not doing that. I... I see it too much. I see, you know, I don't want to name names, but there's one local publication that just puts out boomerangs and silly content of look at all this delicious food. We've been out now for a couple of weeks eating at outdoor dining and yay, yay, yay. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, can you give me some context? Can you tell me what I'm walking into potentially? I mean, I think, you know, my listeners who know me really well know I'm I'm the biggest restaurant lover there is. I mean, I have great friends who are in this business, but guess what? They also know that this is a dangerous time and you got to be smart and there's a way to do this right and a way not to do it right. And we don't need people just blindly leading people into things. So please right now, media, like you, 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 you got to be neutral. You got to look at this critically. I mean, we've learned some things from watching other parts of the country open sooner than us. And a lot of those places, the numbers have spiked. You know, we're in a good spot right now in New York, relatively speaking, but the numbers have spiked in other areas when they open too soon. And we got to learn from that. Think about what we have learned, right? There's, there's, as we get deeper into this, we're learning more. When we first started this, it was a lot of guessing games and a lot of things that might have been maybe overly precautious because we just didn't know and we were trying to be safe. What we're learning, masks work. Like seriously, they work. Social distancing works. Fresh air, much better to be in than indoors. You know, I've been impressed. And look, this could change, but I've been, you know, I think it's been very telling that we had a lot of protests here in New York at the beginning of the month and more than two weeks have passed and the numbers haven't spiked. Now, take your feelings about that out of it for a second. Just look at the facts. The large majority of people in those protests were wearing masks and they were outdoors. Clearly, those are two good combinations. I don't know if you guys have seen the story out of Missouri. There's a story out of Missouri a couple weeks ago. Uh, a woman had COVID and she cut 140 people's hair. And not a single one of them got it. Guess what? Everyone was wearing a mask. It works. It works. Now, what don't we know or, or what, what is more risky, I should say? Well, being in the same place for a long period of time without your mask, even if you're distant, six feet apart, being in that area for a long period of time, more risky. Indoors, more risky. 
You don't have the same kind of airflow. So restaurants will be opening at 50% capacity indoors this week, Hudson Valley, Long Island. And that feels like a very different game than the outdoor dining. It just does. And it's something to think about. Look, obviously, we can't go on like this forever. I get that. And a lot of this is going to be trial and error. It just is, you know. It's a a lose-lose situation for restaurants. Because if you decide, you know what, it's too much of a risk. I'm just, I, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't do any of this right now. Those restaurants might not exist a few months from now. And I get that. And th- those are not just people's livelihoods. That's, for a lot of people, that's their, that's their hopes and dreams. It's stuff that they worked really hard to build. So I don't want anyone listening to this to, to think that, I'm not thinking about that. It, it's, it's, gosh, that's so hard. On the flip side, we do have to think about people's health. So what's the right answer? I don't know. I think everybody has a different opinion on this. I think it's complicated. I think it's, uh, I'm discussing it because it is complicated. I think the keys are to be smart. I think New York has gotten those numbers down because by and large, we have been smart. You know, I don't know how masks became political. And honestly, even that, I I think even that's a little overstated because, look, I live in a part of Brooklyn that's very one-sided politically. And I see plenty of people who think it's more important to wear a mask on their chin when they're two feet from me walking on the street than putting it over their face because that's just too heavy of a lift. And that's not politics. That's just arrogance. But, you know, I don't, you know, I hate sounding like I'm just kind of railing against people and, you know, being, being that guy. But, you know, we were in a really bad place a couple months ago. Really bad place. I mean, do you remember it? If you live in the city like I do, do you remember the sirens? Every five minutes, there was a siren outside your window. How awful. I don't want to go back to that. I want to go back to normal. I want to go back to my kids going to school in the fall. I want to go back to enjoying my neighborhood restaurants. I want to go back to that. The question is, how do we get there? And there really is not a clear answer. I think at this point, it's just that common sense. It's wearing masks. It's washing your hands. It's socially distancing. You know, it's it's not flaunting all of it. It's not getting arrogant now. We've put in too much work to get to this point. And so if you're a restaurant, you know, I, I th- like I said, I think the restaurants are taking this seriously by and large because they got a lot on the line here. You know, they got a lot on the line. If people get sick coming into their restaurant, that's on them and, and they know that. So they're taking this seriously, people. They really are. And look, if you're thinking about eating out, there is nothing wrong with contacting a restaurant in advance and asking them what they're doing. That is your right to know. And a good restaurant will have no problem telling you. 
I really think in this situation, it's it's the consumers. If anyone's going to get us in trouble, it's not the restaurants, it's the consumers. Because I think there are a lot of consumers out there that are just ready for this to be over and are ready to act like it's over when it's not. And I just, I just need people to think about that. I really do. Think about it. Just think about it for the restaurants. Because if we as consumers blow this, we're blowing it for them too. And I don't want to blow it for anyone. I want, I want people healthy. I want the restaurants healthy. I want our economy healthy. I mean, gosh knows, this has been 2020. I think about I think about those 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 uh those old episodes of the show 2020, you know, Hugh Downs, Barbara Walters, Barbara Walters would say, This is 2020. I say that every time I think if something else happens this year. I'm just like, yeah, this is 2020. It's been hard. It's been hard on all of us. Really, really, really hard. And the only way we're gonna get back to normal is if we do it together, we're considerate, we work hard. And you know, here we go. We're we're going we're dipping our toes back in the water with restaurants. Anyway, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. If you want to drop me a line, you can go on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I am on Facebook. All three at Rob Patron TV. Let me know what you think. I'll put this podcast up on social media if you just want to respond to my post in the comments. Um, I'd love to know your thoughts because. Uh, Again, I think this is a complicated thing. I'm, you know, look, I'm, I'm, ha- you know, I want, I'm happy for these businesses. And it's not just, you know, by the way, it's not just restaurants, of course. I mean, you know, we're talking about things like, you know, hairstylists and barber shops coming back in the city this week. Gosh, you only know how much I need a haircut. You, you guys have no idea. It's bad. It's really bad. But, you know, it's like, again, there's risks to weigh and protocols putting put in place and a lot of communication that needs to happen. So just do your best, people, to educate yourselves. Restaurants, do your best to educate your customers. We're all in this together. And I think that the communities really think about like where you live in your local restaurants and how they're a part of a community. Right. If we all work as a community, that's how we're going to win. You know, we can't all be individuals right now. We got we to work together. You know, we got to think about each other. That's how we're going to beat this thing. Anyway, make sure to drop me a line on social media about your thoughts on all this. I'd love to hear them because it is a complicated situation here. Hot Takes on a Plate is part of the Believe Podcast Network. That's B-L-E-A-V. Check them out at B-L-E-A-V.com. And of course, if you want to catch every episode of hot takes on a plate make sure to subscribe follow also you know give us those five stars on apple Podcasts. you can leave a comment there as well till next time i'm rob patrone ciao